0: Hello friends, it's Marissa and you are listening to From Boise. So I'm pulling a little switcheroo on you with today's story. Last week, the story was about the history of transportation in Boise. And I said that this week's story would be the follow-up to that, which is the future of transportation in Boise. But as you probably can imagine, a story about the, the future of transportation in Boise or like anywhere, there's a lot of pieces to that story. And I just felt like I was kind of like rushing through it. And I hate that feeling. Whenever I publish stories that I feel like I rushed through, I I seriously have like the Sunday scaries all week. Like I feel like I did something wrong. It's all I think about. I stress out about it. So I decided to bump this story about the future of transportation to the end of the month to give myself a little bit more time to work on it and make it the best that it can possibly be. So, while you wait for that, I have a different two different stories for you. Today's story is about Boise's theater community, and then next week I will be doing my annual shop local guide. And the podcast didn't exist the last two years that I've done that, so I'm kind of still thinking about what that podcast episode will look like. But it will be good. I can assure you that. So today's story is about Boise's theater community. This story was written by Julie Sarasqueda. And originally when I assigned the story to Julie, I was just kind of thinking about like, what's up in our local theater community? I just wondered like, what all the different theater companies were in Boise right now, and like what people were working on. And I thought we were just gonna kind of, you know, profile a few different groups. But sometimes when you start working on a story and doing interviews and research, the like real story presents itself, which is what happened here. So Julie ended up finding that the common theme amongst our local theater is different than you might expect. And, you know, Boise's theater community has a lot of really awesome things going for it, but that's not necessarily translating into people in seats which obviously is how performances keep going with, you know, ticket sales. So here is today's story about Boise's theater community. I hope that you enjoy it. And I also hope that it inspires you to buy a ticket and go see an upcoming performance. Um, Again, this story was written by Julie Sarasqueta and it's read by me, Marissa. As always, you can read this story and see the photos that go along with it in the newsletter, which is in your inbox or at FromBoise.com. All right, here we go. Back in 1864, Boise was barely a blip on the map, and yet it had theater. The Idaho Tri-Weekly Statesman reported that the Idaho Saloon had been converted to accommodate traveling stage performers. When visiting actors failed to travel to Boise in numbers great enough to meet the growing city's demand for art, residents created its first theater troupe, the Boise City Theatrical Club. For more than 150 years, theater has sustained Boise, but after a bruising pandemic that forced the cancellation of performances and entire seasons, some theater organizations say they're still in catch-up mode, and they're hopeful that Boise can now sustain them. Buffy Main, who is the artistic director of Alley Repertoire Theater, said, quote, As a company, we're doing really well as far as what we're working on and how we're doing it. We feel really good about our creative process, but the piece that is really, really real is that audiences haven't come back in the same way. Boise Contemporary Theater's producing artistic director, Benjamin Burdick, echoed Maine's concern. BCT shut down in March 2020 and did not reopen again until October of 2021. Burdick said, quote, attendance is not what it was pre-pandemic. For the most part, contributions are not far off but they're not what they were in 2018 or 2019. We're still feeling the ripple effects of that 18 month closure, end quote. They're also facing a paradox. Boise is growing rapidly, but so far theater audiences are not growing in proportion to the population. Some of that is due to the pandemic as Burdick and Mean said, but it's also reflective of a larger shift facing theater companies around the country. Theatergoers are spoiled for choice. With the rise of streaming services, it's much easier to simply stay at home and have entertainment delivered right to you. Boisians also have many more options than they used to. Boise's theater scene, like its music scene, has always been homegrown due to its geographic isolation. Since 1977, when the Idaho Shakespeare Festival put on its first show on the lawn of One Capitol Center, which is now where Kin is, Boise's theater companies have mushroomed. On any given night, you can catch a classic musical at Boise Little Theatre, which has been entertaining Boiseans for more than 70 years. You can watch a new work by a BIPOC playwright at the Boise Contemporary Theatre, or you can even audition for your own shot on a stage at Stagecoach Theatre. And that's just a slice of what's available in theatres. Add competition from concerts, movies, sporting events, and other arts organizations, and the challenge becomes clearer. Maine says, quote, there's a lot to do right now and a lot of things to choose from. And so people are sharing their time with lots of organizations. And I just think that people aren't going out as much to the arts because it takes a higher energy level. By the time you get through the week, you're like, I don't know if I can move. I mean, going back to work full time in an office takes a different type of energy, end quote. Yeah, even with those limitations, the avenue for entry into Boise's theater scene keep growing. Kids can head to the Idaho Shakespeare Festival Summer Camp, which has served as a farm team for local performers, or the Treasure Valley Children's Theater. Boise State University, as well as Caldwell's College of Idaho, have theater arts programs that have been instrumental in providing generations of talent. So have Boise's community theaters, such as Stagecoach and Boise Little Theater, Burdick says. He said, quote, these community theaters provide space for actors and directors and lighting designers and set builders. They provide this great foundation of learning the craft, end quote. The DIY approach has often worked to Boise's advantage, especially for groups that can afford to take risks. All it takes to put on a performance, according to one of Boise's newest theater groups, is a location, an audience, and the desire to perform. Tiffany Eller, who is the part of the Boise Bard Players, said, quote, our company, the Boise Bard Players, is a mobile company. We can just do performances wherever we can, end quote. So far, that has included staging minimalist productions of Shakespeare's plays everywhere from breweries to the old pen to a driveway on 8th Street. Unlike more traditional theater groups, the Boise Bard Players grew their audiences during the pandemic because they could put on low-budget micro-shows in well-ventilated locations or outside. Their start is not too terribly different, aside from the pandemic, than the start of the other Shakespeare-focused theater company in town, the veteran Idaho Shakespeare Festival, where the original outdoor performances were put on with a total operating budget of $4,500. Today, the Idaho Shakespeare Festival has a multi-million dollar budget and strategic alliances with the Great Lakes Theater in Cleveland, Ohio, and the Lake Tahoe Shakespeare Festival in Incline Village, Nevada. The Alliance allows all three groups to share a managing team and the resources needed to put on a professional theater in locations that might not otherwise be able to sustain such large, high-quality productions. But it also means that a lighting designer who might have stayed in Boise through the winter and worked on an alley rep show probably will be out of town for another production. As Maine says, quote, we want diversity in the arts. So we're in this position where we find ourselves spending a lot of money to bring in designers or to bring in a diverse perspective that doesn't always reside here, end quote. Providing a decent wage and shelter to artists has also become more of a challenge as the cost of living has gone up. Here's Maine again. She said, quote, we want to pay artists. It's not a bad problem, but it's just killing your bottom line because you're paying for travel and you're paying for housing, end quote. Last spring, she says, she spent the same amount of money on housing for a visiting actor as she spent on that actor's entire salary. Even though costs are rising, Boise is still a sought-after destination. Chris Canfield, who is the artistic director for the Boise Bard Players, says he puts faith in the power of the, quote, Boise Vortex, the ineffable pull that the city has on people. He said, quote, the Boise Vortex is very strong, and instead of fighting it, I've just surrendered to it. And I hope to be at the center of that Boise vortex when, inevitably, people come circling back around and be like, okay, you're back. I can plug you in. What do you want to be doing? Let's make stuff together. Let's collaborate. End quote. Burdick, who spent years in Los Angeles before returning to his native Idaho, says that the need for local talent is strong. He is especially interested in theater arts students who want to work as scenic designers and sound designers and costume makers. He said, quote, The best I can do is expand my reach and introduce myself to young theater makers and hope they'll come down and fill in some gaps, end quote. BCT has also been expanding its reach with its BIPOC Playwrights Festival, which is now in its third year and draws talent artists from all over the country to Boise. Alley Rep has been vocal in its commitment to showcasing the stories of marginalized and oppressed, including a play called Boulevard of Bold Dreams, written by Ladarian Williams, who is featured at BCT's BIPOC writes festival this summer as idaho grows so do the types of stories its audiences will witness verdict is sure that the power of those stories will triumph over any lingering pandemic effects the magic begins when the curtain rises he says he said quote that's where it becomes a true collaboration you have living breathing human beings and it asks attention and it asks people to engage and i think that's really important at a time when you know The way to get the most clicks is to have a 10 second or 30 second video we're asking people for 90 minutes to two hours of active listening and engagement i think once people experience it they really really love it end quote there are a couple different places where you can find theater in the treasure valley many theaters offer season passes or ticket packages often at a discounted price and that really helps them sustain through the season when possible, put your money to work for the theater while saving a bit for yourself. You can go see theater with Alley Rep Theater. Alley Rep prides itself on showcasing, quote, bold, risk-taking theater, including plays and musicals, often at the Visual Arts Collective in Garden City. There's the Boise Bard Players. This minimalist group performs just about anywhere they think would be a great place for a production keeping the focus on the words and the visceral experience of Shakespeare and other classical playwrights. There is Boise Contemporary Theater. BCT was founded in 1997 to bring professional, challenging contemporary theater to Boise. Besides its five main stage productions, the organization also hosts festivals, a theater lab, and reading series. There's Boise Little Theater which is Boise's OG community theater group and has been producing comedies, dramas, musicals, and classical and contemporary productions for 76 seasons. There is chaotic acts of theater, which stages inventive out of the box productions, reading and improv in different locations all throughout the treasure Valley. There is dinner detective murder, mystery dinner shows. It's a mystery dinner theater with a twist. Anybody in the room could be part of this show. There's the Eagle Theater Company, which is an eagle-based community theater group performing out of the Eagle Performing Arts Center. There's Encore Theater Company, which is a roving theater group performing Shakespeare and other classics. But it's famous this time of year for the Encore Company carolers who sing holiday favorites at locations throughout the Treasure Valley. There's the Huckleberry Star Theater. Mom, dad, and the kids can get involved in this Meridian Community Theater Company which takes a family-friendly approach to its work. And of course, there's the Idaho Shakespeare Festival, Idaho's largest theater company, and for many Treasure Valley folks, summer just wouldn't be summer without it. There's also the Knock'em Dead Dinner Theater. This is a community theater that has been bringing popular musicals and plays to the stage since 1984. There's Music Theater of Idaho, if you love Broadway musical, this family friendly theater offers affordable productions featuring talented local performers and stagecoach theater. Since 1981, stagecoach has been a favorite of community theater lovers who appreciate lively adaptations of popular musicals and plays. There's the Treasure Valley Children's Theater, where kids can immerse themselves in theater from an early age at this specialist theater. And last but definitely not least, Watson's Mystery Cafe and Spirits. If a lively production or improv is what you're after, you will discover it in this English-style pub. You can find a list of all those theater companies and read today's story and see the photos that go along with it at fromboise.com or in the newsletter in your inbox. Again, this story was written by Julie Sarasqueta, and that's all I got for you. Thanks for listening. Go buy a theater ticket.